0: Welcome to the Portionality Podcast, a curiously sermonic podcast playground for adulting over 30. Because let's keep it real. Life will keep life with swift transitions, but together we can honor the moments we are in and keep on living. I am your host, Portia Williams Gates. Join me every Wednesday as we grow and live together. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Portionality Podcast. I am your host, Portia Williams-Gates. It is always a joy to be with you all on another episode. If you have not done so, do me the great favor, subscribe to this podcast, wherever you're getting this podcast, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, Google, YouTube. Shout out to everybody listening on YouTube. Um, Go ahead and subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Go ahead and rate comment, give five stars, however you're listening. There is a way for you to engage this podcast. Thank you so much in advance for doing so. And so today's show, I am excited for it. Um, We are now in officially in resurrection season as we have gone through the season known as Easter. We are in Easter time. Um, And I have been thinking a lot about resurrection and I've been thinking a lot about Um, my journey into entrepreneurship as I am 90 days into this full-time entrepreneurship journey for the second time because I did it once before um, and then I got scared and took a job and all of those great things, right? Because let's admit uh, it takes time. Entrepreneurship takes time. It is not easy and it really does take some time to generate income. It takes time To get yourself established and honestly, I was doing way better than I knew Um, you know, let me tell you something. I knew I was doing well when I did my taxes First of all anytime you actually make money from something you're already doing well So if you started a business if you started doing something go ahead and affirm yourself In advance and be like, you know what? I made some money that is already a sign and a signal that I'm doing a great job. I realized I was doing a great job when I did taxes and I saw that I actually made significant money. And I was like, oh wow, what was I scared of? You know what I was scared of? I was scared because I wasn't making money every single week. I wasn't bringing in a consistent paycheck every single week. So I thought I was not good enough. And I started to invalidate my own dreams. I started to invalidate what God had told me. And I started to uh, retract and retreat into a space where I was telling myself that what I had done and what I was doing with Portionality Media was not enough. And that somehow my little company that I was forming, my small business, Um, Was not sufficient enough if I were to stand in a room and represent myself as an institution I told myself that oh, I have to be connected to somebody's church in order for my work to be meaningful You know, I had these seminary degrees and this ordination uh, Status and apparently I had to be connected to a church in order for that to mean something Rather than remembering that god had ordained me and validated me the the moment I was formed in my mother's womb And I was already enough at that point And so for me, I thought that I wasn't doing enough I thought that what I was doing wasn't significant Unless I was somehow directly connected to a church Or some type of institution, right? Where I was getting a paycheck on the regular And so I was afraid, right? And so I decided to uh, let a dream die, I decided that I was going to let my dream of being an entrepreneur die and that I was willing to put it into the tomb and I was willing and I did that. I was like, this is done you know this is this is this is not going to be what I think it is, um, and I've had several dreams in life, right? And I have sacrificed a lot of dreams for the sake of what is quote unquote we understand to be the call. And I thought that my career in ministry had to look a specific way or a particular way, and I thought that I couldn't have certain things or certain dreams um, in pursuit of that call. And looking back, if I were to go back and tell myself, um, you know, young Portia, what could you do differently or what could you know about what's ahead? Be true to yourself, right? One thing about me, I'm always gonna be me, I'm gonna be authentic 100%. But I recognized that I was shrinking my own dreams to fit into the box of what I thought God was requiring of me because I saw the path and the trajectories of other people and mentors and other pastors and other preachers. And I'm like, well, I kind of have to follow this path. But what God was stirring up in me was not a path that looked like everybody else's. What God was putting in me did not look like what God had for someone else, right? I wasn't comparing myself, so to speak, but I was looking at myself and looking at other people and saying, well, this must be the blueprint. See, there's one thing to compare. There's another thing to use other people's lives as a template, okay? So I wasn't comparing and measuring myself up against other people, but I was looking at their lives as a template to say, oh, this is the way, this is the path, this is the blueprint, this is the roadmap, this is the GPS route, right? I'm gonna follow Google Maps of God all the way through this career because this is the way that it's supposed to be done, right? This is the map. Not realizing that the map and the blueprint that God had for me was not in other people, but it was within my own soul. See, sometimes we're too busy looking outside of ourselves for our purpose and what we think God is calling us to do that we miss it, right? It's actually something that is within us. Our dreams originate within us. It's not something that's big outside. It actually comes within us. And sometimes our um, our Ori, right? Or our, our Ashe, our Ashe, it comes into agreement with something else that is in the world say, oh, that's it, right? Or it will spark something that's already inside of us, right? It will spark something. It will point to it to say, oh, this is already in me. Wow. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm going to go for that. And sometimes that go for that is something that doesn't even exist yet into the world, or there's not enough blueprints yet, or there's not enough templates yet. Right. I don't know if y'all ever use Canva. You remember when Canva first got started, there was only a couple of templates. But if you look at Canva now, 10 years later, Canva has so many templates because it's evolved. Right. Sometimes you have to be the first one or you're in the first round. Okay, sometimes you're one of the first people to be in this new uh, wave that God is bringing forth something, right? I'm not the only one podcasting. I'm not the only one with a podcast business. I'm probably not even the only person who is ordained in ministry with a podcast business, right? I'm sure there are other people doing um, things similar to what I'm doing, but I can tell you this, there's not a lot of us. I don't ever think I'm the only one doing something, but I know that even if I'm not the only one, I know that there's not many. Right. There's not many people doing this. Right. There's not many people doing what I do, how I do it. Because, you know, in the words of Beyonce, I'm one of one. Okay. And being one of one does not mean that somehow uh, that's not arrogant, right? To say you're one of one. That's actually Bible. You were knitted in your mother's womb. You are unique. Um, You know, your fingerprint is unique. No one else has your fingerprints. That does not mean, you know, oh, I got to be arrogant. I'm on some high horse now. Because I'm one of one. No, 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 no. That's to say that you are unique and God has created you uh, for such a time as this to do such a thing, right? You are unique to you and your purpose is unique to you. However, the work that you do is collective. So that's why I mean, like, I'm never the only one. What we do is collective. Our work is collective. Everything is for the collective of humanity. Everything we do is for um, the, the building and the betterment of God's uh, kingdom here on earth. Everything that we do is connected to amplifying humanity. Okay, shameless plug to my own work, amplify humanity. Okay, right? It is everything we do is connected. So I know I'm never the only one. There's always someone else somewhere in the world uh, who's doing a similar thing in um, a similar path and trajectory. And how do I know? Because I've met some folk, right? I've met, I meet my people, I meet my community who's in this work. And I say that to say that when we let our dreams die, there is someone and there's a community that's ready to help us resurrect those things. And so when I decided to let my dream die, I recognize that it was in the power of community That it was able to resurrect It was because of other people believing that I could Right I believe that Jesus laid his life down And I believe that Jesus was the one who picked it back up again But I believe that Jesus had the courage to continue to pick it up Right Not only just to prove a point to the empire But because people people believed that he could Right People believed that he would There was somebody on the other side believing that he was going to get up Right because if he didn't believe that people were going that he was going to get up and that people believed that he would get up, there was no reason for the women to go to the tomb, right? There was no reason for them to be present, ready to prepare and preserve his body. There has to be someone in the community who believes that you can get up. There has to be someone who believes that your dream is enough to rise again. There has to be other people. This is why I talk about having a, a community that's solid. Having people around you who believe in you because when you allow something to When you lay something down there has got to be somebody championing you who's going to believe that you can pick it back up Okay, I had to believe that I could pick it back up. I laid it down I had to believe I could pick it up. So these dreams this portionality dream that I have And all the other dreams that are connected to this because this is one dream inside of many I had to believe that I had a community strong enough who could hold that dream because let me tell you something It is so hard to pursue something when you are feeling alone when you are perceiving that you're by yourself, right? It is so difficult. it is so difficult when you don't feel like you have support, so having support is so key, and let me tell you, I thank God for my spouse, I thank God for my parents. I thank God for my sister. I thank God for uh, close friends and people who believed and for and I thank God for the people who affirmed me when I came back, who said, she's back. I'm so glad to see you doing this, right? I'm so glad I have that because my God, let me tell you, the affirmations of people who were looking for me and who were so grateful and thankful and cheering me on and coming back and to be able to stand in a pulpit and say, you know, I bring you greetings on behalf of Portionality Media. What, child? Let me tell you something. To sit here and call myself my own institution, something I built by way of my own hands through strength in God. Let me tell you something. I'm so grateful to God that God did not give up on me, even when I gave up on myself and I gave up on what God had for me. Let me tell you something. I thank God and for the people who never gave up on me, who the people who kept praying for me. Oh my God. Let me tell you something. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. We need community, y'all. We need community of people who will continue to believe in our dreams when we lay our dreams down, when we walk away from them. And let me tell you something. There are some things sometimes every now and then if we discern, there are some things that we do need to let go and there's some things that we do need to let die. I'm not saying that there isn't some things that we need to let go of because sometimes we are supposed to let some stuff go, right? Some things that are not beneficial to us, we are to let go. But if your dream is something that is uh, beneficial to all of creation into humanity. You have to hold on to that thing. And my thing is I'm praying that you would be encouraged today. I pray that my story would encourage you today to not let go of your dreams, right? Whether they're entrepreneurial dreams or not, right? Because I get it. Everybody does not have a dream of being an entrepreneur and that is okay. And let me say, as an entrepreneur, it is hard to have a vision and to, and to believe God for that vision when everything else around you does not look like what God has promised you, okay? It does not look like what God done told you. Sometimes I gotta wake up, I'm like, okay, God, I know what you said. God, I know what you done showed me, but everything around me don't look like what you showed me. And guess what? That's what dreams are like. So whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you are an artist, whether you are someone who's a student and you're working towards your goals, whatever goals you're working towards, Lord, I want you to hold on because sometimes, mm, 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 sometimes it is hard to have faith, to have hope, to have courage, to have joy, to have peace when everything looks like the opposite of what God has showed you. But hold on anyhow. Hold on. If you got to borrow some faith from somebody else, if you got to borrow some faith from your community, from other people who will believe with you, then sometimes you got to do that because it's hard. It is hard. So how do you do this work, right? How do you uh, begin to resurrect your dreams? How do you begin to resurrect your goals, your plans, your hopes? The first question I have for you that I want you to journal and I want you to think about today is where did you leave it? Where did you leave your dream, right? Did you leave it in the tomb? Did you leave it in the past? Did you leave it down the street? Did you leave it in a notebook? Did you put it under a lamp? Like what did you do with it? Where did you leave it? Where was it when it died? Where did you leave it? Go back to the place where you left it because I can guarantee you it's still there. So whether it's mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, wherever you left your dream, go back to the place and go get it. Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. it. The next thing I want you to ask yourself is why did you let it die in the first place? Why? What was the thing that killed it? What was the thing that, that, that allowed your dream to die? What was the moment that made you think that this was no longer enough? What was the thing that, or the, or the encounter, or the moment, or the thought that made you say, I can't do this? Why? Why did you let it die? Why? Ask yourself why. Because if you can get to the root of the why, that's going to help you figure out how you pick it back up. If you can figure out why, you can figure out the how to pick it back up again. So where did you leave it? Why did you let it die? And then finally, I want you to ask yourself, what will it mean to pick it back up? What will it mean to pick it back up? What purpose will it serve to pick it back up? What will it mean for somebody to see your dream in action? What will it mean for other people to encounter and see what God is doing with you, through you? What will it mean for you, right? How can your dream help you to feed your family? How does your dream help you to leave a legacy for those who you don't even know yet, who aren't even born? What will it mean for humanity, for society, for the culture, for you to pick that dream back up. What will it mean? What will it mean? You know, that is what I I want you to ask yourself today, right? Just those three questions, just three. You know, we don't got to make it long. We don't got to make it complicated. You don't got to give it, you know, 20 points. We got three today. Okay. Three questions. Where did you leave it? Why did you let it die? And what will it mean to pick it back up? That's what I got for you today. And we're going to keep talking about this entrepreneurial journey because I realize and I recognize that so many of you are interested in that. And I want to give you what you want. I'm all about, you know, listen, market research is a real thing in entrepreneurship. Give the people what they want. <laughs> if people are looking for a specific thing, cater to that need. So you all are asking for that. So I'm going to do um, I'm going to do that I'm going to give you what you want Um, And also tell the story that I want to tell Okay To tell the story I want to tell And that is important So I'm really grateful that The things that I want to talk about And the things that you're willing to listen to Are aligning Like what? Let me tell you something Ain't God all right So that's what I have for you today Um, Please remember to continue to subscribe To this podcast if you have not done already Please do share this with somebody If you know somebody who needs to hear this Go ahead and share you'd be surprised um, Just what people may be looking for What they need Sometimes people don't even realize that they need something Until they realize that they need it So um, go ahead and just share this with somebody Um, Leave a comment in the comment section Let me know how you're rocking with this Um, Do feel free to reach out to me You can reach out to me Um, Via email Portia at Portionality.com Please remember to follow um, At Portionality Media And Portionality on social media Um, And yeah And remember to look down Into the description box um, For more Um, I love you I appreciate you Thank you so much for listening Take good care And until next time Blessings